From AccuWeather.com, this is AccuWeather Daily, a brief host-read article. It's weather news in a nutshell. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. From AccuWeather.com, this is AccuWeather Daily, a brief post-read article. It's weather news in a nutshell. From persistent drought conditions to one-in-1,000-year flood events, 2022 was a year of precipitation extremes. AccuWeather's Adriana Navarro takes a look at the battle of drought and deluge across the U.S. in today's AccuWeather Daily for Monday, January 2nd. The year 2022 was one full of bitter irony as some regions across the U.S. experienced record-shattering rainfall totals, while others faced stark water shortages amid an intense drought. By December 20th, about 74% of the contiguous U.S. was abnormally dry or in drought, according to the U.S. Drought Monitor. While not ideal, the percentage is down from 85.3% during the week of November 1st, the largest swath of the U.S. to be affected since the launch of Drought Monitor in 2000. Drought conditions kept a particularly tight grip on the West, with California, Utah, and Nevada seeing at least 40 consecutive weeks of moderate to exceptional drought statewide throughout the year of 2022, all while straining the lifeline of river systems that wind through the region, such as the Bear and Colorado Rivers. It's not just rain that this region needs, but snowfall as well to build up the snowpacks in the mountains that feed the rivers throughout the year. Rain may bring temporary relief, but the mountain snowpack acts as an investment in the river's well-being. Water rights, or the allotment of water from the rivers, were also revisited when the Bureau of Reclamation asked the seven states in the Colorado River Basin, which are California, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, New Mexico, Colorado, and Wyoming, to create a long-term plan by mid-August to cut water use. A projection from the Department of the Interior had estimated Lake Mead's water level would fall below 1,050 feet by January, the threshold required to declare a Level 2 shortage out of a scale of 1 to 6, with Level 6 being a water shortage emergency. As of December 29th, Lake Mead's water level was 1,044 feet. This will be the lake's first Level 2 shortage, and will require Arizona, Nevada, and New Mexico to take water cuts, with Arizona facing the largest cuts of about 21% of the state's yearly allotment of river water. Places outside of the West haven't escaped the drought's heavy hand either. The scarcity of snowfall in the Mississippi River Basin, which extends from Montana to northern Texas, to states in the Mid-Atlantic before draining out in Louisiana, During the winter of 2021 to 2022, sparked water level and supply chain concerns along America's second largest river. That situation included barges running aground earlier that month as water levels dropped to some of their lowest in the river's history. One river gauge at Osceola, Arkansas, 35 miles north of Memphis, Tennessee, 
reported a water level of 11.6 feet below low stage on October 17th. That surpassed the gauge's lowest water level record of 10.3 feet below low stage from July of 1988, according to records from NOAA. As the West End Plains dealt with pressing drought, other parts of the U.S. saw historic rainfall and flash flooding, including the Ohio Valley and Southeast. In an analysis conducted by Climate Central of 240 U.S. locations, 147 of them had at least one 24-hour rainfall event totaling two inches or more, many of which were concentrated in the southeast, south-central, and Ohio Valley regions. Six of these locations had 24-hour rainfall amounts that surpassed six inches, including two that had been in the path of Hurricane Ian, which delivered 7.72 inches to Orlando and 6.67 inches to Sarasota, Florida, on September 28th. The other events happened throughout the summer, with Birmingham, Alabama, receiving 6.97 inches and experiencing significant flash flooding. Laredo, Texas, receiving a record-breaking 6.82 inches on August 15th, and Beaumont, Texas, receiving 6.2 inches on July 1st. The last event was in St. Louis, which received 8.64 inches of rainfall on July 26th, causing historic flash flooding that would accumulate into a 1-in-1,000-year flood event. Since a warmer atmosphere can hold more moisture, climate change is increasing the frequency of extreme precipitation, according to Climate Central. A study published in the journal Geophysical Research Letters in September found significant shifts toward higher daily precipitation intensities, particularly in the central and eastern U.S. as far back as the 1950s. The other four 1-in-1,000-year flood events occurred in Dallas on August 22nd, Southeast Illinois on August 1st, Death Valley on August 5th, and Eastern Kentucky on July 28th. The flooding in Kentucky led to the deaths of at least 40 people. Kentucky Governor Andy Beshear described the event as one of the worst and most devastating events in the state's history, and the economic toll also reflected a high cost. Devastating flooding overwhelmed Death Valley National Park in California a few days later when the park received nearly a year's worth of rain on August 5th. A weather station at the location had initially measured 1.46 inches of precipitation after heavy rain, but the total was later recognized as 1.7 inches, shattering the previous record of 1.47 inches of rainfall. The normal yearly rainfall for the area is 1.9 inches. There were no fatalities, but debris buried roughly 60 cars and stranded some 1,000 people at the park. The flooding that swept away homes and roads near Yellowstone Park in June didn't qualify as a 1-in-1,000-year flood event, but it was a 1-in-500-year flood. Heavy flooding and rock slides forced over 10,000 visitors to evacuate as the park closed for the first time in its history due to flooding. Mudslides caused additional hazards in September, when the leftover moisture from Tropical Storm K aided in generating storms over Southern California, combining with the 2020 El Dorado wildfire burn scar to create the hazard. In some cases, less than half an inch of rain is enough to prompt a mudslide, according to the National Weather Service. The locations of Riverside and the city of San Bernardino, west of the El Dorado fire burn scar, recorded just under an inch and nearly two inches of rain, respectively. Closer to the burn scar on the mountains, the communities of Oak Glen and Yucaipa in San Bernardino County, California, were warned to evacuate and shelter in place as the rain fell.
By the end of the year, the economic cost from both the drought and deluges across the U.S. made it onto NOAA's National Centers for Environmental Information list of billion-dollar weather and climate disasters. The drought conditions, listed under Western Southern Plains Drought and Heat Wave, amounted to $9.3 million, with the noted 117 fatalities across Arizona, Nevada, California, Oregon, and Texas due to excessive heat conditions. The summary also noted the record low water levels at Lake Mead and the Great Salt Lake, and how drought conditions were continuing to impact agricultural crops and feed costs for livestock. Meanwhile, the flooding sparked in Kentucky and Missouri by the same weather system was the only billion-dollar flooding event in 2022, totaling $1.2 billion, according to the NCEI. The costs stemmed from damage to thousands of homes, businesses, vehicles, and infrastructure in both states, though the majority of the fatalities were recorded in Kentucky. Over 600 helicopter rescues, plus additional swift water rescues via boat, were required to evacuate people from the rising floodwaters. While not all rare flood events are due to extreme amounts of precipitation, and not all extreme precipitation events lead to devastating flooding, a greater frequency of extreme precipitation means that there could be more damaging floods in general. That's it for today. For your local forecast at your fingertips, download the AccuWeather app or head to AccuWeather.com. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.